listening to Ray Ray's podcast, straight from Gem Studios. Uh, yes, I blame it on Jesus. Hashtag blessed. We're back again on this Sunday morning here. Another edition of Ray Ray's podcast. It's your boy Ray, aka uh, Edmund Duntess, aka Ray Bands Nine Seven Two, aka Mister Red Cup Ray. Let's I sip real quick one time. We got. Yeah, I don't know how to top that introduction, but uh, <laughs> but uh, this is TikTok Ray, aka okay. Ray, and uh, aka Ray Rock. Sorry. And we got Amanda Ray from Around the Way, the first lady of Ray Ray's podcast. She's the back up lady. in the building. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She got her spot got back. Michelle Obama over here. <laughs> hey. Hit that! Hit that! Cute. What's the little cute wave they used to hit back in the day? People used to do that. Um, yo, we, we're gonna have a good episode for y'all today, but um. Before we get into this episode, we we gotta take a moment and um, we gotta address some things real quick. Um, two things I really want to say. Um, it's kind of a, little, a humbling experience when you're able to, you know, go on the internet and you Google, you know, you get able to Google yourself, Google your show, and like that's the first thing that pops up is your stuff. When you have people messaging you, you know, telling you like how much you love you, you know, we appreciate, you know your show the realness of things that's a very humbling experience and that's something i know i won't take for granted i know these guys don't take that for granted by no means um and with that that comes a responsibility you know mm-hmm. we have a platform on this show mm-hmm. that we're blessed and an opportunity to have and with that responsibility of having a platform you have to make sure you know You have a voice. You have a voice. And your voice is able to be heard. Because your voice can make a difference. And that's one of the things right now I want to go into. I want to make sure, you know, we are making a difference. Um, In the world, and especially here in our city in Dallas. um, I don't even know how to say this. I am totally and utterly disgusted what has been going on in our city Mm -hmm. uh, this past weekend for y'all of you who are listening in different countries or different parts of the world. Um, we've had a bunch of riots uh, break out and protest here in Dallas, but in my personal opinion, it wasn't done the right way. Yeah, There's a right and a wrong way to do things, and that the events that have happened this weekend are not the right way to do things. Yes, there's an injustice that's going on in this world that's always been going on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nothing new. This is nothing new. In the words of Will Smith, racism isn't getting, it's not getting worse. It's just getting being filmed recorded, now. Yeah. It's just being recorded. And I, I, I appreciate everyone that's out there that's trying to, you know, you know, they're trying to, you know, you know, have their voice be heard. But just just make sure you're doing it in a way that's, you know, that's proper. And uh, if, if you're listening to this right now or if you're in the studio with this, I want y'all to visualize something right now. All right. I want you to take a second and close your eyes and think about something. Okay. Imagine your business has been shut down because of COVID, okay? You got employees that have been out of work. You got your business has not been able to make money. So finally, you have the opportunity to open back up and start making money again. But as soon as you're able to start, you know, making money again, things happen. Things get out of control. Now your shops and your businesses, you've been striving to hear them and get back open so you can get back into the economy and start making money again. It's destroyed over some foolishness. Imagine that. 
So when you're out there protesting and you want to get your voice heard, think about other people's lives you're affecting. Mm -hmm. Think about why you're protesting and if the actions you're doing aren't valid to the reasons why you're protesting, then why are you doing it? I want to, uh, there's a lady uh, out there. She has a, a shop. It's called Guns N' Roses. Really well known. Um, I'm trying to think of her name off the top of my head right now. Um, forgive me for, uh, she goes by Princess Divine Pope. There's a picture of her on Instagram in front of her store that has been destroyed. So get that picture in your mind. You're saying you're fighting for black rights. Okay, and injustice for black people. But some of these businesses is you're you're black taking owned. down. They're black owned. Are you really doing injustice to your own people by destroying what they've worked hard to get? How would you feel if someone did it to your parents or to your mom, to your sister, to your brother? How would you feel? You would. We would feel really good about that. And I'm sorry if I'm. I uh, feel like I'm preaching at y'all. That's 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 not. Yeah, you should. You know, I'm not truly. Really, you know, trying to really. You know push any buttons but there's issues that's going on and we have to rationalize that we fought our ancestors and our parents have fought really hard to break stereotypes and the shit you're doing right now is justifying the stereotypes that we get labeled all the time you get mad when someone calls you a thug what the fuck are you doing right now you're doing thug shit and um i just want to say man we got to love everybody and together we we will rise you know, one day at a time, we got to take it, but let's do this shit the right way. And, um, you know, that's pretty much all I got to say on that. Yeah. I was so surprised. I mean, it was so crazy that night I had, um, was this, this happened, what, Saturday night, Friday night? And um, I had some friends over. They left later that night, probably like at two in the morning. So much traffic. We had no idea what was going on in these streets. Gosh. Ray's showing some pictures of, um business that was vandalized I and mean, uh i just put my last two cents on this like for me the reason why i'm emotional for y'all that are listening to the you know the podcast and the show we record in deep ellum yeah okay so we see it all so i drove through deep ellum this morning and just seeing all the shops that are boarded up like i to me this i take this personally because my best friend has a tattoo shop right here his livelihood could have been at stake we could have been in a studio recording. I would have been upset if something would have happened to Ray or Amanda Ray or Miss Sonia. We'll introduce her in just a second, like officially. Um, my boy Justin that owned the studio. Like I, I would have been, I don't, I don't know what I would have done if something would have happened Somebody to someone could, yeah. that I care about. Because we're, we're in the midst of it. We were literally in the midst of it. It, it could have happened. We could have just been sitting here and people could have tried to broke in. But think about what you're doing. And don't forget, this is Texas. This is this is the state where you have the right, you know, to protect your land. And I know me personally, you come around my loved ones with this foolishness, people I love and I care about. Oh, trust me, you're going to have a reason to protest when I'm fucking done with you. I promise you that. Be careful of what you do out there and what you say and how you treat people. And you know what I'm saying? Let, let's do it. Let's get to it. Let's boogie. You know what I'm saying? Let's have Ray Ray's podcast. Let's just. Let's do this damn thing, all right? Anybody else got to say anything? You know, I'm just going to pray. Amen. I'm going to leave it at that. Hashtag bless, you know what I'm saying? have been affected. Yeah. Yeah, no, at this moment, I really, uh, I feel like we'll, throughout this conversation, I'll have my little bits and pieces that I'll say on it, but 
I feel like that we should probably try to try to get back to norm, some sort of normalcy. It's crazy, you know, that uh, you know we go through quarantine and we go through this and this now, and it's just it's just we just try to get back to some sort of normalcy. Yeah. But but uh, anyways, um, yeah. So let's uh, let's just move on with the show. Let's do the damn thing one time. time. Let's so. let's hit the, let's hit the intro one more time so we can get a fresh start on your bad boys. Here we go. One, two, three, go. back we just got real with you for a second but you know we back you know what i'm saying had to get down like four flats on a cadillac one time for you mm-hmm. for the one time man i'm so excited about today's show we're gonna, we're gonna get it hype in here we're gonna get a crunk up in here you know what, what all the kids used to say back in the day we're gonna uh, i don't know i'm old <laughs> I, I mean, you said crunk and i'm like thinking that's what we used to say back then <laughs> we say crunk oh what's the stuff our parents used to say back in the day oh man you know how they used to give high fives and they used to slide across the hand and the evolution of handshakes, you had daps. Then what else you had daps? You had a... Uh, what was after daps? I, I always just gave hugs. <laughs> Hit the fresh pitch. <laughs> or give boy one time. But yo, we got a really cool lady in here. Um, I gotta say, first of all, I gotta tell her thank you because she came in and treated treated us real well. I know. It looked like there was a party when I walked in. I know. She came through. She treated us. I didn't even try to pronounce how to say the name of what she brought <laughs> us because I'm a, I'm a butcher the hell out of it. Magonadas. So, Magonadas. Is it what did he say? Magonadas is what they call? Mango. <laughs> Dang, just say it. Oh, come on. Mangonadas. Mangonadas. Mango. Yeah, them them things. The mangoes. Mangonadas. She brought us some mangoes. And who who's what's what company brought this to us? Serape treats. Okay. So you gotta introduce okay. her we, before. The- I'm about to do that. I'm just trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to see. The- <laughs> Dang. Well, anyways, I want to introduce y'all to the show. Man, she's killing it right now. Uh, she's got a bunch of good content, a bunch of good music out. I want y'all to give a warm Ray Ray's podcast welcome to Miss Sonia Kilo. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. We really do appreciate you coming. And I was excited when you finally reached out. Finally. I was like, finally. I was like, look, I just put out this real good song. They're going to call me any minute. <laughs> I blame him. Blame no, that nigga right no, there. It's no, okay. blame him. No, no, no. Okay, no. So we have been messaging each other back and forth for a while. Now I messaged your, to your uh, manager first. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it was, I think, right before the quarantine started. Mm-hmm. So then we were like, you know what? Let's just hold off for a little bit. And then right after the quarantine, there was a little window. And I said, all right. Well, not after the quarantine, because it's still going on. Just yeah. It's phasing <laughs> off. But yeah. when there was a, a, a good opening, then I messaged you guys back. And I was like, all right, let's 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 try this now. So, but now we have all this writing going on. And, yeah. But, but you know. We're it, still going to make it do what it we're, do. We're still going to make it do what it do. We're going we're gonna try to, to try to try to live, you know. Mm-hmm with some normalcy around here but but yeah thank you so much for for coming and agreeing to come on i really do appreciate it i always see you hustling on on um social media hard yeah you know so and i know you got a good team with you yeah. Too as well yeah 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 I, I definitely do have a good team i do appreciate you guys noticing that um 
I mean, this year has been really crazy. 2020 has been crazy, right? Oh, yeah. 2020 is like one of those, 2020 is like one of those years that you're just like, we're being punked. Yeah. This is definitely, the whole world's being punked. Um, but I think, honestly, we're, everyone's going through, everyone was going through COVID as the world was going through COVID. And then what we're going through right now as a nation is also very important. So um, I appreciate you for saying what you said at the beginning of the show, because everyone's going to have their opinions. Definitely change needs to come. There's definitely a way to go about change. Um, definitely don't hurt your community more than what it is already hurting. Be mm. there for your community. Support Ooh, your community. That. Facts. Yeah. Big facts. Big facts. Big facts. Big facts. And, and real quick, just Big give us because we were already talking about the mangaladas. Mangonadas. We're going to get it right, you guys. Right. I'm sorry. We're black over here. Um, so just give, can you just give a proper yeah. uh, shout out to them just so we know who so this is? So my girl, Jasmine Salinas, she has her own business called Serape Treats. Please follow her on IG at Serape Treats. Um, I basically brought in some mangonadas for the guys here. Um, and now we also have some candies. And also for the first lady, um, she got to try some That's candies. Right, the first lady. You can go to the her page though and check out everything she has. She delivers. Um, she always supports me. Her family is amazing, and so I'm happy to support her. Nice, you guys. So support good. local. Yeah, support local. Home. You know what I'm saying. Especially after COVID. Yes. COVID nineteen. After all that, <laughs> you got You got to support oh, local because, uh, like I said, we're the only ones gonna bring each other up. It's about us supporting each other. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna we'll, let's get real lighthearted with it real quick. We oh uh, not that quite yet. We're going to get to that one in a second, though, but there's a little sh segment on the show we call Slow Down, We Just Want to Get to Know You. We ask you a couple random questions off the top of the dome. We're just going to see what to do. Okay. <laughs> do what to do, baby. That's what we're going to do, okay? All right. We like to ask everybody when they come on the show, what's your sign? I'm a Virgo. You're a Virgo. Mm -hmm. So what's your I'm birthday? Um, August 28th. August 28th. Okay. Okay. I don't think I've ever really associated with too many I never Virgos. had any problems with Virgos. Yeah. No, Virgos are actually we're very loving, very caring, we're nurturing. I'm a big nurturer. Um, but I think at the same time, too, Virgos can be like too much sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's just me. We can, be, <laughs> we can be too much sometimes. Like sometimes I need to chill, but I'm like always on 100 and I don't, yeah. drink, I don't drink any caffeine. So how am I on 100? I don't know. It's natural crack. Natural crap. <laughs> so you're always on that go mode. Yeah. Yeah. Also, really hard workers. Too. Yeah. So I love that. <laughs> we got to be on things that we love. Yeah. The other stuff was just like, about, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. So you're from Dallas. Yes, correct? I'm from Dallas, Texas. I grew up in Mesquite, Texas. Okay. All your life. Okay. Okay. All my life. Oh, Shit. I remember when they built AMC 30. Oh, that was a big deal. Oh. Every I Friday I was there. I was my, my mom would drop me off. And like we'd all hang out in like the little court area. I hate that movie there. <laughs> now, but when it I first it came, we were just like, "Woo!" Okay, Big I hate happen. it. I'm trying to think there. back to it because I was like, I was, I was small. I had to be like 11. We lived in Mesquite because I used to live in Mesquite, the whole Pleasant Grove area. What school did you go to? I went to elementary school. I can't. Mm. I want to say maybe Moss or uh -huh. something like that. That's a Mesquite school. Yeah, uh -huh. I went to it's, Moss. It's right there by the baseball field. I don't remember. Like I said, oh. well, well, all I remember was we lived on the other side of the highway. I had to go back on the other, like, and yeah, this, this is like when all the streets weren't really all like fixed or anything. You mm -hmm. had to go take back ass streets to come all the way around to make like a circle to get to the street. Because mm -hmm. I remember we used to come down. I want to say was that military? Yes, by oh, the Mesquite Rodeo. By Mesquite Rodeo. Okay, mm -hmm. we used to go to the Griffs over yep. there. 
Great. And that must keep. Like, yeah. But that Griff sucked. In my opinion, that Griff's The Pleasant sucked. Grove one is exactly. <laughs> the Pleasant Grove Griff's was better than the Mesquite Griff's. It's, down. it's because the Pleasant Grove one never cleans anything out, so you taste all the grease from all the years. <laughs> you get a burger in a bag. <laughs> you get a burger in a bag, and it's got the grease. Oh my God. You can see through the bag. It's a brown bag. You can see through it because that's the way the Irby one is too. That's but the way you know, the Irby was. I recently did a thing on Facebook. Say which one's better, Whataburger or Griff's? Griff's. Everybody said Griff's. I, I never like, tried Griff's. Now I gotta girl, try Griff's. It's like. It, it's so greasy. Just get some, and make sure you have some Alka-Seltzer, yeah. Sprite. It's so greasy. It's just good as hell. Honestly, good. like, Whataburger, after they did us the way they did us, and, and, you know, just up and left us, got bought out. To the shy. Uh, like, yeah. I don't want to shy And I love boys. Chicago. I'm not even going to sit here and act like I don't love Chicago, but you can't leave us for Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. man, what was it? Yeah, because I remember we lived over there. You had the football stadium that was yeah. over there. Oh man, I'm really telling my, my age Royal right Stadium. now. No, it's cool. I'm trying to tell like, my age. It's cool. I'm mesquite all the way. And, and people, I, I remember one time I was at, at one of my shows, uh, Cap G. I opened for Cap G, and he said, "Everybody throw up your cities, whatever." Everybody like Pleasant Grove, oh, East Dallas, Oakland. <laughs> I was like mesquite, and the guy next to me was from mesquite too. He was like, "Shh, shh, shh." I'm like, "No, <laughs> this is our time. This is our time." I'm from mesquite. Yeah. Uh, oh man, it's just like man, just looking back over the years. And see, like, for instance, like I said, we went off military. Then I lived over there off of St. Augustine. Uh-huh. I lived in St. Augustine Apartments back Pleasant in the day. Grove, yeah. Then I lived over off of Lake June Road. Pleasant Grove. Uh, Did you go oh. eat at Martinez Restaurant ever? I don't know, man. I was a kid. Like I said, this is me growing <laughs> up. You know what I'm saying? We lived all up in them neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? All the neighborhoods we lived in were kind of bad, too. So I got blessed and fortunate. My parents were able to, you know, uproot us. Nigga, yeah. I, Side. I got north up with side. the, got up the <laughs> north side with the uppity folks. Oh, oh. I, I was north uppity. Side. Wait, where did you grow up here, Ray? Well, well, well when I finally moved to, to the Metroplex, mm-hmm. I went to Irving. I moved to Irving. Uh, that's Utopia. I hate Irving with a passion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I literally hate that city. But yeah, that's where I went, lived when I first moved here. Mm. Yeah. Where'd you live before? I spent a little time in San Antonio before that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then... Seattle before that. Mm. Okay, yeah, he's been around. Look, he's very cultured. Yeah, <laughs> I moved around. I was one of those kids that moved around a lot. Yeah, Made, I had no problems making friends, but keeping them couldn't because we just moved around. Yeah, so much. that so. was like for me from the from from third grade all the way up to seventh grade. I went to a different school every year. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it Damn. sucks. Yeah. I was raised in Oak Cliff all my life. <laughs> and it's hard. It's hard then because y'all don't have social media. So yeah. in order for people to keep up with you, it's like non-existent. Like, Man, I, looked up one of, I looked up one of my friends because I, when I was in Washington, the state of Washington, I was in a small little opponent city. It's like small. Like they're up in the mountains. And I was the darkest person in the city. Mm-hmm. Like, period. And, he and, really and you're dark. not even that dark. He ain't even exactly. dark, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> Compared so, to these people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then it's crazy because I'm going to look up some of these people on Facebook, right? And then I'm looking up some of these people. I'm not naming any names. But I'm looking at it. I'm like, I was actually friends with these kids. Like, then they're kind of like growing up to be like, <laughs> like, full on, like, I don't want to call it racist or white supremacist nah, or Trump supporters or whatever. What it is. <laughs> but because I, I just kind of what, the, what it appears as a, yeah. based on their social media. And I actually wanted to reach out to one of them, send them a message. But I was, I was like, ah, 
No. It's huge. You it's kind of yeah. borderline soccerish a little bit, brother. <laughs> it's just it's just a little bit soccerish there. Like I'm, like, it's, I'm <laughs> gonna look this person up here. Like okay. I mean, I don't know. I just wanted to kind of curious. You know, I remember when my childhood friends. I just wanted yeah. to see what they're up to. Let's you know? see. I you got married a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyways, uh, enough so, about us. Back to getting back to know to you. Oh people. yeah. <laughs> We got all we got all happy about growing up near Mesquite. Um, <laughs> Went to the right turn. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Um, but yeah, I grew yeah. up I grew up on Mesquite. Mesquite. Okay. How, how long have you been in the music business? Oh, well, I've been actually doing music since I was eight. Um, uh-huh. I, my mom put me in vocal lessons when I was really young, and I had to go on a lot of auditions as a kid. Um, I didn't always get picked, but I wasn't hard on myself. Uh, I just thoroughly enjoyed hanging out with my friends, doing music. But I think if my mom would have put more pressure on me maybe i would have done more things it wasn't until i graduated from high school that i started to take things on myself Mm -hmm. um but even when i graduated from high school things aren't like they are now you couldn't really put yourself on you can put yourself on now as a whole brand you can pretty much build a whole brand you can be an independent artist for a really long time and you don't actually have to get a record label you don't actually have to get a record deal to be successful because a record deal is honestly just you paying them back Mm-hmm. They're giving you an advance. An advance. Yeah. So I can go to the bank, take out my own loan, um, and be my own record label. So I've I've pretty much been doing it for, I would say, professionally, as a, myself, as an artist, for three years. Okay. Once I started putting music out was three years ago. Yeah, because that's, that's when I started noticing mm-hmm. here and there, you know, about three or four years is what I was going to say. As a, yeah, but, but yeah. Um, so in regards to the music... Um, so you've traveled, right? Yeah. And you've done some traveling and touring. Mm-hmm. Okay. And who have you toured with and where have you been? So my first, first, first out of show, I would say, was in Austin. This was last year. So last year, everything started picking up for me. Um, I went on the Texas leg tour for Asian Doll last fall. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that was interesting. I got to go to Houston. And I... I really appreciate all the opportunities that I've had to go and open up for bigger artists mm-hmm. because I've really got to see how they how they work with their fans, just how they are as an artist. Yeah. I've seen some things that I'm like, oh, I never want that to happen to me. <laughs> um, for instance, you know, Asian Doll, she she was signed by Gucci Man, but she recently got. I remember that mm-hmm. Gucci. Yeah, <laughs> I remember so, that. Yeah, and she's from Dallas, and so to see her as an artist that's really big. And, you know, I've even opened up for Meg Thee Stallion, Danny, Danny Lay, Kiana Lede. Um, yeah, like, I've seen how, I've been able to see how every artist um, has taken the opportunities that they were given and grown. I've mm-hmm. seen Meg Thee Stallion grow tremendously. Um, you know, we all have. Oh, uh, man, I, saw, yeah. I saw when Danny Lay was just a choreographer and when she was so when she was choreographing yeah. for Prince, being the choreographer for Prince's music video, and then whenever she got signed by um, Jay Z's label, and in a year she just she just dropped that that music video to um, Little Baby. No, mm-hmm. she dropped, no her first video that was viral for her dancing to the song by the Drake. Drake. Yes. Yeah. Once that took off, everything started taking off for yeah. her, and it's just one of those things where. They, um, you know, I just look at every artist and what they're doing, what's working for them, and mm-hmm. compared it to, okay, what's my thing? What's my advantage? What's working for me? Yeah. And yeah, so Chicago, Austin, Houston, Galveston. Um, I really want to go to El Paso. And a lot of people are following me from El Paso, but I just don't know how to go about going out there yet because El Paso is very like EDM festivals, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 We got a, I got a friend, um, they own uh, Nocturnal Waves. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's I, my boy. Is it the same friend? Yeah, uh, you tell me. Miguel. Yeah, that's yeah. my boy. I did a show what with up, him. What up, Miguel? 
What up, Miguel? Uh, me and Miguel, we got introduced through Cat uh, on Let's Get Bumped with Cat. Me and him were on her show together. And, you know, me, me, we still chop it up here and there on Twitter. That's like my little Twitter homie. I'm like, yo. Yeah, he's really cool. He, yeah, he's cool. He, he um, listens to my music. And I let him listen to stuff that's like hasn't been released yet. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dang, Sonia. You know, he like hypes me up. So he's really cool. Shit, we went to that. Uh, what is that? It's a little like a uh, little, little Mexican restaurant over off of Oakland. So if you're getting off the tollway. Matitos? No. Oh, no I don't go to Oakland. Campesanos? Yes. We went to Campesanos. We got in there, got a lady on a Sunday. <laughs> uh, you know, because me and Renda, me, I like Henny, so anything was possible. Anything <laughs> was possible today. But to go back off of what you said, man, yeah, about making the stallion, man, you know you done made it when Beyonce get on mm-hmm. your remix. When Queen I was Beacon. so excited when they hit number one on the Billboard. Yeah. I was a little sad that Beyonce wasn't, you know, promoting or anything, but you know, she don't do she, that. Yeah, she yeah. don't need to. Yeah. But um, she you know, it. I felt like she would have been up number one sooner. <laughs> Shit, I feel like Beyonce but, rap better than half these niggas she, out. Well, you know, um, you know, Jay's Jay-Z. out there. Yeah, is riding for or her. Or somebody who's riding for her. But I think definitely she has the she style has to be very versatile like mm-hmm. that. She's, I love it when she get her, she just start spitting. Let's just, it just yeah. do something to her. Like, oh, it's, yeah. I like, feeling like her. Bro, was it was it ape shit she went off on? Was it yeah ape shit her and uh Jay Z? Oh, yeah, and she was like she uh, ripped that shit. Yeah, I like that song too. I'm um, feeling myself with um Nikki. Bro, oh that was that, that was dope one. I tell you uh what she said uh what was the song? She's like, of course there's a uh, when there's a billion dollars on the elevator. Of course, if shit go down when there's a billion dollars on the elevator mm-hmm. at the salon, what the shit out of Jay Z? He got KO. Drunk love, over. that's what it was. Oh, but I tell you what, she really started rapping on. Uh, was it I'm a, a diva? Uh-huh. That beat just yeah. that beat has snapped to me. I was like, oh shit, that beat is fucking. Just and like, upgrade, I loved upgrade too. Okay, we're getting off. Topic. We're getting off. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is the Beyonce. I love the Beyonce show that too. And, and what I'm thinking about it too, Danny. If you, if you had to listen to Danny, you understand like love you like Danny. so much <laughs> yeah Danny Lay I love you so much she's an amazing amazing dancer yeah, amazing sure songwriter you also have right Danny yeah, you, <laughs> I don't Not think <laughs> I don't think it's a lot of people good. know that yeah. Danny Lay is a songwriter and J Lo's song, um, The Narrow, Danny Lay wrote that. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, The Narrow, The Narrow. The Narrow, The Narrow, yeah. Yeah, I'm a big, because I'm a songwriter mm-hmm. first, I'm a big, uh, I love to research songwriters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a big deal to me when I see artists that are out there, like that are big mm-hmm. and are still songwriting. Mm-hmm. It gives me hope. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's definitely dope because I, I love songwriters. Like, it's just. You have to have like a passion and just your brain, like you just, or you have to go through some shit. Mm-hmm. When you're going through shit, that's that that probably some of the best songs you ever yeah, make. You know what I'm saying? I wonder. Vulnerable. Shit, I wonder how many songs Tina Turner wrote because she should have had like catalogs of albums, all the shit she went through. Bro. I love me some Tina Turner. But one of my favorite songs Danny wrote back in the day was uh, not really back in the day. Is it's called her ex. I gave all my feelings to my ex. I don't know if you heard that. Mm-mm, I got to Looked it up. She like really. Showcase her singing and her writing. Like, go check that song out too. Okay. So, Sonia, was anything like affected for you? Like, did you have anything booked up during like Mm -hmm. this COVID that that, you know had to cancel? Yeah, it pretty much changed everything. It changed the industry completely for everyone. Um, I had shows that I had shows that were going to be happening in Oklahoma. I had a really big show in Mesquite, which um, I had just recently did the. 
Valentine's Day show with Frankie J, Baby Bash, Amanda Perez, and they decided to do oh, the fan. I saw that. They I decided saw that, to yeah. come back and do the fan appreciation, mm. which was going to be like the spring Latin fest, something like that. And it's going to be a mesquite in April. Had to get canceled. They they're gonna redo it. Should be in August, I think. Oh, because um, the Mesquite Rodeo went ahead and re- it's gonna reopen yeah. and just continue business as usual. So that should still be coming up. But definitely, I mean, it put everything, all the festivals on hold. Nothing was gonna happen. So traveling for me and doing shows is now me in my home doing virtual shows mm-hmm. or me going to a studio and doing a virtual show. That's what's up. Yeah. Right. And recording, writing. That's mm-hmm. what's... Yeah, I've been recording. We've been recording so much and writing so much. At the beginning, I was kind of scared. One of my producers has um, an immune uh, deficiency. or Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and so yeah. I was kind of like... I want to come and see you, but I don't want to scare you. I know COVID's going on, so like, let's be super safe. Yeah. So we had all our masks on. We were like, weren't touching each other, weren't by each other. And it was good. I'd recorded a lot of songs. Yeah. Gotta do what you gotta do when, the, when you're hustling. Man, you gotta hustle. Are you a... She's <laughs> <laughs> a hustler, baby. Yeah. She just wants you to know. Okay. Oh, speaking, can I speak about Pharrell real quick? Pharrell. A lot of people don't know that Pharrell, when he, he wrote for um, Gwen Stefani, um, Holla Back Girl, he pretty much changed that whole... Okay, I want to just say this real quick, because yeah. a lot of people know this. Whenever an artist works with the producer, I believe solely that that producer has the ability to reshape their brand and who they are. You think, oh, of, Justin Tim- yeah, yeah. You think of Justin Timberlake with Timberland. Yeah. When Justin Timberlake's not with Timberland, we're like, hmm. Well, when he goes back to Timberland, we're like, yeah, you got yeah, it. That's, that's it, the Justin yeah. we know. Yeah, yeah and it's the, same, it's the same with Gwen Stefani. Like, we all, I mean, I love Gwen Stefani, but when she worked with the Neptunes and she worked with Pharrell, it gave her a whole different style. Vibe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, let's run it back real quick. I want to say something. You said something about Justin Timberlake. I'm going to say two things real quick. I saw him in concert. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. god! I know. Oh my no, god! I I've, seen, yeah. I've seen him in concert maybe like twice. I want to say, and I remember it's actually kind of funny. I saw Justin Timberlake one night, and the next night I saw Usher. Mm-hmm. I saw them back to back nights. When I and saying, two great oh, artists, two great performers, two great performers. Like, and it was just which for me it sucked is packed house for Justin. Usher wasn't so much of a pack because it was Usher and August Alcina mm. um, had went on tour together. But like, you want to see some good shows? Yeah, go go see actual performers yeah. perform because anyone can make a song, but can you actually perform? Four. Keep your audience engaged mm-hmm. and in tune with you, like, and not mumble rap. Humble, 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 humble. Who? Evans. Pew 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 pew. So what are you saying? Like Justin Timberlake? No, no. He was performing. Like no, no. Yeah, I, no, I'm, I'm getting. I'm, I'll get back oh, to yeah, that. Okay, let me yeah. let me say my way into it. I'm about to, I'm, I'm slithering my way in there. But I was gonna ask this question. I asked this to all of y'all. I saw that someone posted this on Facebook, I believe. Someone asked Justin Timberlake or Bruno Mars. Oh, for sure, Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it also could be because of the generation we grew up with. Yeah. That. I feel like Bruno Mars uh, is a good... Well, mm. I'm a big fan of Bruno Mars. I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's what I mean. Because of his old 70s funk vibe. Yeah. Like, I love 70s music, and so he just gives me that vibe, but, but I'd much rather see Justin Because I feel like Justin him. has currently has more songs that mm-hmm. I've listened to albums and albums. And I didn't like his first album he came out with, Justify. He well, can Cry leave, Me a River. He can leave that one on there. But I'll listen to that one song, Crime River. But, I mean, you gotta think about this. You got Bruno Mars came out as a writer. Mm-hmm. You gotta think about all the songs he wrote. There's a lot of songs I don't know Bruno Mars wrote. You're like, oh. Yeah, but would he Bruno perform wrote those the, songs? 
I don't know, maybe one no, day. He wasn't. If they do like a thing, like if like you writers perform songs that you know they wrote, but so they should do a versus online. <laughs> I think we, like, to me, I think it's a toss up. Like I love Justin. Like remember, I remember he was on Mickey Mouse Club trying to you know <laughs> trying to fit in. Oh, um, I remember. There's also a video of Mickey Mouse Club. It's JC from uh, NSYNC Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling, Gosling. singing Jodeci I'm like what you doing over there Ryan <laughs> I'm like what y'all look what y'all look what y'all look white boys singing I'll cry for you on Mickey Mouse Club <laughs> what you gonna do in your life at 10, 11, 12 years old you telling a girl I'll cry for you and I mean they getting it yeah. they are hitting it I'm like oh sh- that provider I like your provider on that you hitting it hitting his runs and stuff but back to what I was saying before I got off course which I tend to do that a lot here on Rare H podcast. <laughs> I don't know. That's a toss up for me. Like I'm I'm a Bruno fan. That whole twenty four karat yeah, album right. was just heavy. Like I like the style. Like that's what I like. Twenty four karat uh twenty four well I can't remember what the fuck it's just going right now. Um uh he got this one song with Halle Berry on there like that he whole got a album. song with Halle Berry? Well she's just on a voicemail hey, oh. reach Halle Berry. Uh, she's getting, she's the, I was like what? That whole album jams. Unlike all his stuff like he found his lane. Like, all right, cool. I found my lane. Like, like he did that uh, uptown funk, and he just. Where is he at now, though? You know, he's you can't take a little break. He can he can do that. Mm-hmm. Some of these artists can't take breaks because they have to keep putting music out because mm-hmm. their shit sucks, <laughs> or they aren't good artists. You have to keep. Some of them are always putting music out, putting music out. You don't want to oversaturate yourself. Little Wing oversaturated himself. He was putting out really? too much music. Oh, back between 08 to 2012. Lil Wayne was always on everybody's hook. I think he was putting on mixtapes too. He was putting on mixtape. He was just oversaturating himself. Mixtape Wayne is different from album Wayne. Mm-hmm. That mixtape Wayne is that's that's another creature right there. But he was on everybody's hook. He was at verse on feature on this remix. This remix. I feel he like was he was getting the money. He was getting the money. <laughs> but at the same time, when you when you're when you you hear someone all the time, all right, I'm tired of hearing yeah. you, bro. I'm getting tired of it. Like you don't see Jay Z yeah. hopping on every fucking track or it's doing like this. What Drake was doing too. They do that. They got to have their... I'm not trying to knock Drake, but if there is a wave that's going on or something that's popular, he wants to hop on it and mm-hmm. be a part of it and have his name attached to it. Is that a good thing, maybe? Is that a bad thing? Who knows? But I feel like he you know, he got to, you know... Uh, I remember when he first hopped on uh, that uh, Versace Versace. Yeah. He, he's like, he got on that shit. Who else? Uh, what's that dude? At the club going up. Oh, on a Tuesday, he hopped on that shit. That shit was tra- like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he hops yeah. on these random, like, I waves. I love McCannon. What's his name? Yeah. His uh, name was like, I love McCannon or something. Mm-hmm. Some shit like that. But I mean, like, he always gets on different people's waves. Like, he even started back in Blueface. Yeah, Blueface go hard. I'm like, bro. No, stop. You tripping right there, bro. No, that's, that's. No. Think about, even think about Tussie Slide. That was made for TikTok. Yeah. That song yeah. was made for TikTok. He's yeah. like, all right. Can't do nothing else right now. Make TikTok videos. All right, cool. Let me have a song that goes yeah. trending because of TikTok. So, I mean, hey, it's worked for him. He's got a whole career out of it. So, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, his early Drake spit. Yeah. But now Drake is just a little too more com- commercial for me. But, hey, <laughs> get to your money. Get your hotline bling on. You know what I'm saying? Like, do all your shit, bro. But yeah. uh, make it work. All right. So, let's take it up a notch here. All right. I told about a little segment we've done. It's, it's been a while since we've done this segment. All right. So, before we get into that. Are you single? You married? You engaged? What, what, let the people know. So I'm not single. I am married. You're married? Okay. Congratulations. How many years y'all been rocking? A long time. A long time. A long time. <laughs> I don't really talk about my personal life a lot. Um, but yeah, I am married. Okay. He's a big supporter. Hey, that's what's up. That's, you know. <laughs> Latina love. <Yeah. laughs> 
How you know he's Latino, though? Am I right? Yeah. Okay. I took a shot in the dark, baby. <laughs> Damn. So, <laughs> I'm about to see a stereotypical like a motherfucker right now. Like, you just assumed it was a Latino guy? <laughs> I took a shot. Okay. So we did this segment. Oh, it's been a while since we've done this segment, all right? Just because you married, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I used to have a motto. Well, I still have the motto. Shoot or shoot. That was always been my motto. Oh, you yeah. have some guys that are shooters, shooters. Shoot, 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 shoot. No matter if you married, single, yeah. divorced, widowed. <laughs> what I say? Widowed? <laughs> widowed. <laughs> widowed. So we got this segment. It's called... Thirsty. And what that means is, I know somebody that's slitting your DMs, done said something real thirsty to you, all right? So what is one of the thirstiest messages or tweets or DMs you've <laughs> ever gotten? It's been so many. Uh, I have a whole collection. No, <laughs> but I mean, everything is different. It depends on the platform. So Instagram, um, no, actually, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it all the way around. I had one time this guy reach out to me on Venmo wrote me on Venmo. The only way he can write me on Venmo is by requesting a dollar. And then he write his message. <laughs> then he write his message. His message was he wanted me to send him feet pics. And then he was like, are you the real Sonia Kilo? So I was like, okay, I'm not going to send you feet pics. Let me decline your dollar. You're not getting a dollar from me. And then I was oh just God. like, yeah. And then I was like, and what do I look like being the real Sonia Kilo sending you feet pics? Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and that is the weirdest it's shit. The weirdest. And then this one person was like, because this was like last year. So. Even though I was Sonia Kilo, like still I'm a struggling artist, so they're like, you should just do it. I'm like, no, because then he's gonna post it like these are Sonia Kilo pics. Like, but they're just your, I mean, feet. Yeah, so it's just like you know, I can't doing like seductive feet, seductive feet poses. Curl them toes. I was like, I can't, like I can't. Then okay. Facebook has a lot of weird, weird, yeah, weird, yeah. weird. Like, it's a whole other type of weird. <laughs> um, one time this guy... Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm going to say this. One time this guy had asked me if I... I can't say it. <laughs> one time this guy had asked me if I could fart in a jar and send it to him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I said... And I was just... Because I thought it was funny. Yes. I was just Why like... Why the fuck you lying? <laughs> Why you always lying? You lying. So when I, You're lying, I thought it was bro. so funny, I entertained the conversation. <laughs> I and and I said, shit. I said, um, I said, okay. I said, I said, it's going to cost $250. And then he was just like, okay. He said, how many are you going to send? I said, I'm going to send jars? one. I'm going to send one big. Or how many farts in one jar? One big jar. <laughs> I'm going to send one big jar. And then he was just like, all right, go ahead and do it. And I said, if I don't hear the cash app go cha-ching, I'm not going to send anything. <laughs> did you finesse him? No, he, finesse? Ne- he never did it, but he, I was just like, don't be coming out here playing with me. Oh, yeah. And then, so that was Facebook. Instagram, oh, Instagram, I... I get a lot of messages, but they're more like mild. They're just the yeah, normal. Like, like, damn, you look sexy. Yeah, like every day. I swear, thing. people are going to, hello, beautiful me today. Oh, I was going to say that too. You know, that's the stereotype of those guys. You'd be hello, the fat beautiful. dudes with the glasses hello, in their car. Hey, good morning, beautiful. Good night, beautiful. Yeah. Like, bro, hang, oh, it, hang that shit up, bro. Yeah. Hang that shit up, brother. You were one of them. 
Shoot or shoot. Oh. Shoot or shoot, 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 shoot. Nah. So to the guys out there to listening, the but you know what? I'm going to be really honest. So I don't really li- respond to the hello, beautiful. I do respond to majority of my DMs, especially if they're fans. But if a guy asks me a question, like, um, you know, like just to have a conversation, like a normal conversation, they're hitting on me, they'll usually get my attention that mm-hmm. way. Yeah, yeah. So to the guys listening, don't do the hello, beautiful. It's old <laughs> and tired. It's asleep. <laughs> oh, wow. Or it's the ones like they get corny or the comment. Oh, you deserve the heaven and the earth and this bullshit <laughs> like that. Or uh, oh, you're too beautiful to post pictures like that. You don't have to show your body. And shit like that. You see those guys that be on there. I'm like, bro, okay, are you a life Teresa. coach? Yeah, are you like her life coach or some shit? Like maybe she can want to show. She want put a bikini pic on her. Let her fucking do what she want to do. But I'm like, no, beautiful. You have to show your body. And I'm like, bro. One time this guy had said. He messaged me. He said, did you call me? Like on Facebook. And I almost went to go read it. But I was like, I know damn well I didn't call him. He just, want, he just wanted to see that I read it. And be like, hello, hello, oh like five God. times. Well, that's the worst thing they did was like, you could see what someone's seeing your fucking yeah. message. Uh, like, oh shit. She saw my shit. Like, if you know that, I always remember this gentleman. And this is, I'm going to be real serious. No answer is a response. Just remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No answer is a response. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a possibility she didn't see the message, but... 85% of the time, yeah, she saw that. She like, just, just move on with your life, bruh. Just, just move on with your life. I like, can't your let the fart jar. Like, I'm like, I can't let that go. I, we thought it was crazy, too. I screenshot it, but then I was like, I can't post it because I don't want anybody to go look him up. I was like, I really don't feel like anybody roasting him. Oh. So I just showed it to my friends. In the group chat. Yeah, I was just like, man, they're like, did he send it? Did you send Jesus. it? I'm like, no. Did you send I wish somebody would ask me that. I'd be making a whole lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Farts in the oh, jar. Oh, gas, yes, nigga. Over here. Ray rocks. Farts in the jar. <laughs> Bro, it's real. Like, people be asking, like, for random, like, celebrity shit like that. That is crazy. Like, I wonder, like, yo, let me have your toenails or some shit like that. Somebody <laughs> asking for I'll real. Clip them off. Let me keep them. <laughs> let me oh keep my them. Shit. Like, oh my God, I caught your sweat towel. I am never watching this towel or some shit like that. That's true. If I was at a concert, though, and I caught, I mean, if Michael Jackson was still alive, and I caught Michael Jackson's sweat towel, his dirty socks, his blingy socks, his bl- anything, <laughs> like his sweat in a jar, that'd be mine. <laughs> People have sweat like the- in a jar. We just start a shop right now. Sweat in a jar. Hey, do you like Sonya Kilo? <laughs> you like her music? You like her products? Here's another one for you. Sonya Kilo's farts in a jar. <laughs> but wait, call now. There's, There's more. more. <laughs> For 1995, plus we'll shipping in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll put it all in there. Oh, you want her teardrops? Yes. Collect her teardrops. You can <laughs> definitely. Niggas do that shit, bro. Niggas do crazy shit like that, and it's just no. There's websites that do a lot of crazy stuff. It's weird. Stuff. Like it's just. It just blows my mind, like how many like fetishes and stuff people there's have. There's a lot. Like, it's just like no. I was I've been watching my guilty pleasure right now has been um, what's it called a ninety day fiance, mm-hmm. and there's this guy on there so weird. So whenever he says like goodbye to like his mom or his wife, like he takes a piece of their hair, like <gasps> strands of their hair, and keeps it in his pocket. Oh no! Like it's just some weird. Sound like you about to make a voodoo doll or some shit like that. Like, oh yeah. Random yeah. question: Do you have like any like fetishes, like weird fetishes? I don't have or any like weird. anything that like. I don't have weird fetishes, attractive. but oh, what do I find? I don't have any weird fetishes, but have you ever like been around a guy and you just like you just smelt him? Mm. Oh my god! And yeah. then it just makes you be like. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, I, wanna, I got. <laughs> I got 
But does it happen like with guys too? Like, do y'all ever like smell? I don't know. It's just like for me, like, I wouldn't say it's a fetish, but like, yeah, like if a woman smells good, that is definitely like a turn on. That's definitely a turn on. What about like having like nails? I feel like that's a, another I love that. Like, like, here's why. Nails and toes done here's why. And I feel like if your body isn't taken care of, like your feet or your hands, there's no way the rest of your life is fucking taken care of. <laughs> like, honestly. Your oh. life is in shambles. <laughs> Speaking of that, yes. Like, you see some of these IG models. I've been looking, well, I'm not lucky, but I've been around some <laughs> IG models, right? I was going to say I've been lucky enough to be around a bunch of IG models, but what? anyways. But you know, see that they present themselves in one way, but then you go into their car or something, and it's like, <gasps> you got your closet, you got a trunk, you got That's junk true. food, all of your shit. That's true. I'm not even call. I know one of my. I actually have a friend like that, and and, and I'm not gonna call her out, and she's not gonna listen to this show. But <laughs> but yeah, I went into her car one, and I was like, what? <laughs> But did, I'm but like did moving she moving stuff around and sit down? It's like this SpongeBob look where he's like, <laughs> looks like that in the picture. Uh, but did she smell good? Does she smell good? I'm like, I don't remember. Because sometimes well, she's looking like her car smells bad. Yeah, she probably don't smell that great. Or oh, the worst one is like when the girls be posting the pictures on the internet, but you can see like they mirror in the background of the oh, room. Like, nigga, your room is dirty as hell. Or here's the one that bugs me. Here's the, me and my buddy George uh, Lopez. Shout out George. Uh, we were talking about like how you have like these girls talking about I don't want no broke dudes or whatever blah blah blah. But you be taking pictures with your bed on the floor. Oh, how are you talking about you don't want no broke dudes and you look like you just moved to your apartment and you know you've been there probably about three years. <laughs> you ain't got no furniture. You got a mattress on the floor. You go on an air mattress like yo, chill that, ch- yeah. chill out with that, bro. Like yeah. Mm. Yeah, if your lifestyle is conducive to the the man's lifestyle you want. How are you going to ask for that? Yeah. And that's another that's another topic. I know there's some of these girls. Oh, my God. I, I, this just drives me crazy, all right? You talking about you want a man to take care of you and do all this for you. But, like, I know there's some of you girls out there. You 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 get with guys and you date these guys and have them be your boyfriend because you knew you had you couldn't pay your bills during quarantine and COVID. You just went to do so he could pay your bills for you. Yeah. Man, wise up. Don't be suckers. Yeah, I don't be sucking. I definitely appreciate relationships that like they equally mm-hmm. build together. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those things. Like I know there's some guys that like to date girls and they mm-hmm. want to completely take care of them, but I really, really, really love the new relationships where they're both yeah, going after work, yeah. you know and they like after the bag, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's sure. amazing. Don't let that power of that pee make you do some foolish financial decisions. <laughs> oh. Being there, done that, I can write a book on it for you. Me too. We got to. Let's work on it. We have to have have a men's summit. I'm going to have to do a sit down with y'all. Like, yo. Confessions. (laughs) Confessions session. Here's the thing, like, sometimes with us as men, we get kind of infatuated with a woman. And, like, she may ask you for something, like, all right, it makes you feel good to be able to supply that or provide that for them. It makes you feel good about yourself. Nigga, damn, you coming rampage to the door? Uh, But anyways, it makes you feel good about that. What up, big homie? Um, it makes you feel good about yourself being able to provide that. You feel like a winner. But yeah. how do you know she ain't doing that to four other dudes? Exactly. Yeah. Right. At the same time, you think exactly. you winning. You think this is your lady, your sweet lady, like you Tyrese up in this bad boy. Sweet lady, Ooh. would you be my That's on my uh, race Quarantine and Smash playlist. Uh, you can get that now on Spotify. It's called the P-Dropper. Available now on Spotify. But no... <laughs> 
<laughs> but you think you really, you know, you, that she the one for you? you, you nah, she she get, she get in that bag from all these other people. Yeah. She is. There are some real good finessers out there, male and female. But the female finessers are just like, digitally, they're on a whole other level. Mm-hmm. Man, Instagram was made. Whoever came up with Instagram, I hate you. Why? I hate the nigga came up with Instagram because now everyone is models. Both. Models, you want but no, no Facebook only, but at least during these times, we have really seen who's a real model because COVID happened and we got to see like who's really getting paid for modeling, who's not getting paid for modeling, mm-hmm. like just different things. Instagram changed the game, people have been able to create a whole brand for themselves, and then, then there's just those people that never created the brand and just kept being posting photos. See, I'm <laughs> see, I'm, I'm old school. See, you had to have personality back on our social media. Back in MySpace, you can't be putting on no pictures and stuff like that. Nah, you had to. It was in them. You was in them DMs working. That's where I got my uh, DM slider profession. Was from MySpace. <laughs> Remember you, when Instagram didn't even have a DM to slide into? Yeah. Oh my oh, yeah. god, that was a game changer. You had changer. to put it, it on rap. the comments. Yeah, you had to shoot your shot in the comments publicly mm-hmm. and be ignored publicly. Let's see who was bold. When they first came out with video, I was on that shit. Was it like fifteen seconds? Like right before it was right after Vine. So I was uh-huh. always on the I was on the Vine. You know what's it called wave uh-huh. and then instagram came out with videos and you were able to like pause oh you yes. know and then record and then it was just like man i had all these different like skits going on in one little but how instagram long was video. it was it 15 seconds or 30 it was, seconds? i think it was 15 and then it went up to 30 and then for and then they changed right? it like so you can't many. pause it yeah you can't pause it Sorry. you gotta yeah, edit but, on something else but that's, that's <laughs> why we got tiktok now. yeah but uh you know what i'm saying we got a uh, we got a little something 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 we want to pay for y'all here on ray ray's podcast I want, I want you to introduce this to us real quick. Intr- int- introduce this to the girls and the guys out there uh-huh. listening to uh, us in Radio Land out there and uh, Spotify, Apple Music. I'm, not, I'm sorry, not Apple Music, Apple Podcast. <laughs> I, I was speaking it to existence. I'm going to drop compilation albums. Gonna be like, I'm joking. <laughs> but no, I want you to introduce this to us real quick and we're going to get hot up in here and, right, and get guys. our boogie on. So this song is called The Girls. It was my single that came out at the end of 2019. It created a way for me in 2020. And the music video is dope. The whole song is dope. This is The Girls. Type to stay red, not even type of girl to care or stress. You bugging if you think this week gon' lay in bed. It's the weekend and your bummer's not getting the credit. Had a time, not a dozen. You really funny, but I ain't tripping over nothing. Cause the thumb blow up like a club on a Tuesday and the money's like, uh, hello, never choosing. And the club's in the back. Price is right. Your girl is fine. Girl is fine. She a hundred. She a hundred. But you wildin'. And she ain't trippin' over nothing. Cause the phone blow up like a club on a Tuesday. And the money's like a uh, hello. Never choosy. And the club's in the back. Had it. Had it. And the 
Jump into the next song. We about to get lit up here one time. Song. Hey, <laughs> but girl, hey, 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 Awesome, awesome. That, it's got to be a, that's good. Congratulations on that. You're on the right track, girl. <laughs> if you're turning on TikTok, you're making some sort of noise. That's good. And you could record this at a local club here. Yeah, local club in Deep Ellum. Mm-hmm. Venti. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. And um, so I'm assuming you had your connections and they set you up. Yeah, no, like the the past three years, I mean, it's amazing. I think just living in Dallas and being involved in as many things as I've been in just in my, you know, teenage years from high school going up, you kind of networking is a big deal. And whenever I started doing music, um, pretty much I realized I have a lot of people I've always had a lot of people in the industry like service industry a lot of people in the music industry like here locally DJs I know a lot of DJs and so the Venti thing came about because um, one of my girlfriends her man works at Venti and he was like yep the owner will let you use it like just coming wow. from this time to this time Nice. We'll that. That's what's up. That's connects a, are important. Mm-hmm. That's love. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because everybody want a dollar nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody and I pay. And to be completely honest with you, I I would I pay. I never ask people to do things for free. That's what's up. Um, because I would never. I eventually want to get to the point where I do get paid for things. But there's a time where you know I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so I want people to grow. And in order for them to grow, you have to financially support them. Yeah. 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 That's right. Man, that's a that's definitely a that's one hundred. For the nine nine two thousand, yeah, <laughs> taking over for the nine nine two thousand club in the club. We're gonna be seventy years old. I know. Oh, Cash yeah. money taking over for the nine nine two thousand. My knees are gonna. Oh, she, I'm gonna me, lose it. You're like you're your walker. You're gonna be walker. Like, oh. <laughs> but I'm thinking about all them songs. Like we still wait. Okay. For the black community, you know, Maze and Frankie Beverly, when mm-hmm. they come on at the cookout, you go, you know, you hitting your oh, little yeah. two-step and your stuff like that. For our generation, it's going to be back that ass up. Like, oh, you'll be in the kitchen cooking some grits and that song come on. You'll be like, oh. And it's crazy because that's the reason why I wrote that song, The Girls. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of that song. I was in Houston during the World Series for the Asian Doll Tour. And I went to the club. I'm like, it wasn't even a club. It was a bar. And it was, like, packed. And that guy, they lost, so he started DJing, and he was flirting with the song, like he was seek, he was like flirting with that that song's about to come on. So you hear dun dun, and then he would stop it, and girls would be like, like it's about to come on. Mm-hmm. So when he finally played it, and I have it recorded, like you know everybody still goes crazy, and so I just made that song based off of that experience, nice. like yeah. like you know, that's why it's like Cash Money, nah 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 nah, <laughs> Cash Money. That reminds me uh, of a video I saw. It was like a Chris Brown concert. And like the DJ would play back that ass up, and like the whole arena, like instantly, simultaneously, like oh, you know when a girl or somebody yeah. put their hand on their knees, it's about to be <laughs> something. Is about it's right about to go down. Room. You know, I worked at the club club business forever, and you know, at the front door, I'd be at the front door a lot, and 
a lot of times the DJs will play that song towards the end of, well, not towards the end, but kind of like 1230-ish. Mm-hmm. So some people are ready to go. Some people aren't. Some people just turn it up. But then you would see like some people trying to leave, but then they would play that song. They turn right back boom. around. Yeah. Or like the and women go into the restroom. That's the one yeah. o'clock song. Yeah, come out that, yeah. yeah, the one, yeah, one, the the one, one o'clock, o'clock song. song. Like when you got to have that one song where like, okay, we got the last hour. Let's let's start off this last hour. Hype as hell. That's what yeah. we just call it. Uh, that's what me and George say. Yeah, we need that. We need that one o'clock song, that one fifteen song, because at that time people mm-hmm. kind of get restless. Oh shit! Like, that's why like, a lot of like people like when Young Dolph, a hundred shots. Like I forgot where we used to go. Like at one fifteen, Young Dolph, a hundred shots. Yeah, <laughs> we oh, come yeah. on there like oh bar for bar rapping Dolph, it's Young Dolph. <laughs> yeah, and I remember um, whenever I watched how they made that song, or just like the that that beginning part, the instrumental part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said he was messing with actual instruments at that time because he was trying to create a new sound. But that sounds crazy. It was because the New Orleans bounce at the time sounded differently, so he was trying to create a new wave of New Orleans bounce, and he did it with that song. I was in the seventh grade when that song came out. I'm 33 now. Like, think how long. That's 20 plus years. That song is, yeah. Shit, that just blew my mind. Yeah, that song's like 20 years now. And even Lil Wayne's part at the end was nah, like, nah, so nah, like, nah, yeah, nah, that's After the you drop it up, then stop, then what, what, what? Drop it like a high, what? Drop it like a high, Just thinking about all them times I was in the restroom when this song came on, and like, my pants were not even all the way up, but I just ran out that song. Like, my life depended on it just to get them, them knees. Oh, shit, <laughs> And then when you're like, she's trying to get her shit up, she walking out like this. But you know what the funniest part is? It's like the guys just kind of watch it go down. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, it's about to go down. I know. It's like this. You see it. It's like you're rubbing your hands. It's like, you're just like. Which yeah. one they about to, which one? You know what, like, Latin song, you know, does that to you? Suavamente. Yeah. Y'all oh, know. my Y'all God. Y'all already know. They, it's funny. Like, every, you can be black. You be white. Everybody knows Suavemente. Suavemente. Hit your Ricky Ricardo one time. Can't dance a lick to this shit. But you, I'm gonna try that shit one time. But it's just funny, like how there will be certain songs that are always just. Some of you guys, I don't know if any of you guys ever met my camera guy or or Carlo. Yeah. Videographer guy. So like he helps, he manages me too on my team. But he is like loves Selena. Love Selena. Mm. Anything for Selena. Yes, yes, like he is a hardcore Selena fan. He loves anything that has to do with like Gumbia music. Yesterday we were leaving the music video and I was listening to some Tahano music and he just gives this loudest grito in the back <laughs> track. And I'm turning around like, oh, wow. it's about to go down. <laughs> it's, about, it's about to go down. So, yo, we, we had a ton of fun with you here on the show. I pray that you come back and come rock with your boys and the bring, first lady. Bring some new music with you. Bring Bring some uh, Maganatas, Mangonitas, <laughs> Mango Negroes, whatever call they call it. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and shout out again to. Uh, Syrup Bay Treats. Oh my God, I can't stop eating this so stuff. Much. It's so good. Good. It's so good. So, you know, we appreciate you for coming on. Thank you. I'll you definitely come back for new music. Oh, I'm about to have new music sure, coming out soon. Sure. Pray everything opens back up for you. You get back on the road, start making mm-hmm. that money, get back to your paper. Yeah, I'm excited and for that August tour if it does come. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 for so. sure. You guys, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Sonia underscore Kilo. I have merch at www.soniakilo.com. Again, new music will be dropping soon. New single dropping soon. Shout out to your merch game, too. Yeah, That's the one thing that I really... I, I love it. I'm wearing one of your shirts right now. Yeah. You, you've got some pretty hot merchandise. Yeah. Merchandise. We'll get a so, picture of that and tag it. Yeah, so for sure. Order. For sure. Again, uh, shout out P, Mr. Perry on. 
aka at life with two e's through lives on Instagram. You know that's the man coming down, holding down Ray Ray's podcast, King Sir. We appreciate you always coming through. Again, all of our listeners out there, uh, shout out to Germany. We love you. You know we just got a bunch of new listeners in Germany. Shout out to y'all. Y'all, y'all rocking with us. We appreciate that. So everybody, continue telling all these uh, platforms that you love Ray Ray's podcast. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we trying to make something happen for y'all here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We trying to move and shake. Can't stop, won't stop. Eh, 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 Rockefeller eh, eh. Records, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, get guac. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is your boy Ray. And uh, famous TikTok Ray. And Amanda Ray. First lady of Ray Ray's podcast. And we out this bad boy, and let's ride out to this song one time, all right? We did a Megan Rain. Oh, this is called Sunday. Megan Rain. We're just going to ride out to this one, all right? All right. <laughs> she said her name was Megan, and she freaks it on the low. She wants the cash so steady from her head down to her toes. In the daytime, she got brains to maintain that 4.0. When the lights hit the stage, she works it for that dough.